Welcome to Insurance Made Simple, Episode 6. This is your host, Peter Vitale. And today, we're going to be talking about one of the little-known factors in insurance rating. A recent study suggests that 66% of American consumers have no idea that this factor comes into play when determining the rate of their auto or home insurance. And what is that? It's their credit score. How in the world does credit scoring have an impact on your insurance premiums? And that's what we're going to be focusing on today. Obviously, American consumers know that credit scores are very important for a number of things like, you know, getting a credit card or getting a mortgage or getting a car loan. Even some employers look at credit history. But not many people know or understand that credit score has a direct impact on your insurance rates in many states, not in every state, but in the vast majority of states. And we'll talk about some state-specific examples uh, in this episode. So let's put this into the proper context here, and let's talk a little bit about the background of credit scoring and personal lines insurance pricing. But before I do that, I would like to put this in context by reading you a quote from December 10th, 2013. The quote is, And I would point out that the use of credit really led to a sustained level of profitability in the industry as everyone began to use it, as we took subsidies out amongst the customer base. So when you look at our profitability in auto insurance has been great for like a decade. If you look at Geico and Progressive, theirs has been really good for a decade. Not everyone. There are other people who have, you know, they're like five or six points uh, worse than us. But a large portion of that was our ability to use credit and to get more sophisticated pricing. That quote is from Allstate Insurance Company CEO Thomas J. Wilson on December 10th, 2013. The most important parts of that quote are that credit has really led to a sustained level of profitability in the industry. So credit scoring became used in, in insurance pricing in the early 2000s. And as you see, this the quote that I read was from 2013, so it's talking about the last decade. So Tom Wilson, the CEO of Allstate, you know, he says that the sustained level of profitability in the industry as a whole has really been for the last decade because of credit scoring in personal lines insurance. Think about that. So this is the CEO of one of the biggest insurance companies in the country saying that for the last decade, we've been able to be profitable and our sustained level of profitability throughout the entire industry has been caused by this one single factor. Now, let's get into kind of a background on credit scoring. And uh, one of the documents that we're going to post um, in the, the description of the podcast is a, is a background on credit scoring from the Insurance Information Institute, which is like a resource um, for the insurance industry, you know, provides a lot of research and reports on topics um, like credit scoring and insurance. And so, you know, they came out with this report in 2019. And uh, I'm going to read part of it. Um, and I'd encourage you to read the whole thing. It's kind of lengthy, but um, uh, this is kind of the most important overview. So insurance scores also called credit-based insurance scores, are confidential numerical ratings based in part or in whole on a consumer's credit information. Many insurers use these scores in conjunction with other factors to help underwrite and price policies, typically for personal lines such as homeowners and personal auto. 
Insurance companies often use insurance scores because actuarial studies suggest that how a person manages his or her financial affairs, which is what these scores indicate, is a good predictor of insurance claims. Statistically, people with a poor insurance score are more likely to file a claim. This allows carriers to better match premiums with the risk that an individual insured might pose, helping prevent better risks from subsidizing bad risks. So the Insurance Information Institute contends that your credit score is directly related to your future likelihood to file an insurance claim. And that's pretty interesting because, you know, if that's the case, then maybe credit is a pretty good, you know, determination of how we should price insurance. But there are many people who see it a little differently as well, and we'll get into kind of the other side of of the story here. So a little bit of a historical background from the same report says that insurance scores were developed in the 1990s in part to help address the weakness inherent in an underwriter's personal judgment. Since the development of these scoring models, the use of credit-related information in underwriting and rating for many insurers has become routine. According to Fair Isaac, which is the company that creates the FICO score, 95% of all U.S. personal lines insurers use insurance scores to help in underwriting and rating. Holy Toledo, 95% of the companies are using your credit score to impact your pricing or underwriting in insurance. That's a big deal. Now, they also go back to talking about, you know, insurance scores correlate with claims experience. The reason there's such widespread adoption of insurance scores for underwriting and rating is that most studies have found strong relationships between scores and losses. They also talk about a 2005 report um, which reads, for both auto liability and homeowners, credit score was related to claim experience even after considering other commonly used rating variables. This means that credit score provides insurers with additional predictive information distinct from other rating variables. So this is a pretty big deal, you know, and you might be thinking, how much, Peter, would my rate go up if I have an average score or a great score or a very bad credit score, is it going to make a big difference or is it going to make, you know, two or $3 a month? And so I would then say, let's take a look at some information that the Consumer Federation of America uh, put out. And this is a relatively recent uh, press release they put out on January 12th of 2021. So it's a little over a year later. Um, at the time I'm recording this, but I'll read uh, just the beginning here. New data released by Consumer Federation of America shows that good drivers in Washington state face auto insurance penalties of 35% if they have fair credit histories rather than excellent. And those with poor credit pay 79% more on average. 79% more on average. So if you're paying $100 a month for excellent credit and someone who has poor credit is now paying 79% more, that means that you're going from $100 a month to $179 a month. That seems like a hell of an increase. So this isn't a little bit, guys. This isn't like a little tiny factor that, you know, just might, you know, tip it, you know, a few dollars here or there, um, you know, in, in your monthly or annual insurance costs. This is a big deal. And I guess before I want to get more into this, I want to, you know, at the beginning here, I talked about that quote from the Allstate CEO. I'm going to tell you this. 
he's been on message for several years and I reviewed a number of his speeches that he's given. And I'm going to read now from a, a 2014 speech that he gave at uh, the Merrill Lynch's 2014 insurance conference. Okay. And so they're talking about telematics in driving, you know, the things that like track how you drive, but here's how he relates telematics to credit scoring. So he says, today without telematics, we don't know that. So more precise pricing, and it's every bit as powerful as credit. And credit is what really took the auto insurance industry for more volatile returns, if you look at us, Progressive and Geico, and many of the other players, to profitability in that business. It's now much more stable than it used to be 20 years ago. So again, he's talking about how credit has really stabilized the profits of the insurance industry. Now, that's interesting, but should that be the only consideration in insurance pricing? You know, if the system is not set up in a fair way, should we really be focused on the profits of the insurance company or should we be focused on maybe doing the right things a little differently? And like I said, he's been on message because, you know, on September 10th, 2014, he said again, as it relates to telematics, he often makes this comparison that telematics is like the new um, thing and it's going to be as, as every bit as powerful as credit, as he says in, in this presentation of Barclays at uh, Barclays uh, 2014 Global Financial Services Conference. He said, you know, if we can track how you break, how you turn, how many uh, times, at what time of day you're driving, a variety of things, we can give you a more accurate price. And that's where telematics will come in. And it's every bit as powerful as credit. So these companies who are using it to price will continue to have an advantage um, with pricing sophistication. He talks often about credit and pricing sophistication. And this is very interesting because credit has become the pricing sophistication for the insurance companies. And as he said over and over again, it's what's brought them to sustained profitability. And again, talk about on message. I mean, this guy is as on message as, as most professional politicians you'd see. But he says in 2018, you know, I believe that in the future, this will be the primary driver of insurance pricing in the auto insurance because it's every bit as powerful as credit. So there is no dispute, ladies and gentlemen, that credit scoring in pricing in auto insurance has been important for the insurance industry. You have the CEO of one of the nation's largest and most profitable insurance companies over and over and over again, over the course of many years, talking about how powerful credit scoring has been in auto insurance pricing. And so just how powerful is it? You know, and just what exactly is it? And we see, well, it's the difference between paying $100 or $179. That's a big difference. Now, to me, that seems like a crazy big difference. And I think to most people, it would too. So, you know, let's take a look at some specifics of how much difference this really could be. And so we'll look at a table that the... Um, the Consumer Federation of America put out. And so in a state like Denver or a city like Denver, you know, we're looking at the difference between poor credit and excellent credit. That's a 53% difference. In Hartford, 87% difference. In Louisville, 129% difference. 129% difference. 
That is a crazy difference in pricing between poor credit and excellent credit. So this is the the dirty secret of insurance rating. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you guys um, because I kind of like to expose the industry secrets here on this podcast. But generally, if you call your insurance agent today and you say, hey, Mr. Agent, what is my credit? How is that pricing my auto insurance policy or my home insurance policy? What's the difference between my current score and my, you know, if I had excellent credit or if I had bad credit? You know what? They're not going to be able to tell you because the carrier systems don't allow them to see into this proprietary pricing algorithm that the insurance companies have developed. The insurance companies keep this locked down because they don't really want it to be exposed. And that is the problem with the current situation in this country when it comes to auto insurance pricing as it relates to insurance scores is that there is no transparency. The insurance companies have said basically these are our proprietary algorithms. This is the secret sauce of the insurance industry and we'll lose our competitive advantage uh, to the other insurance companies if we tell you how we price our product. So we don't know. We don't know. And, you know, that might be okay with a lot of things, and that might be great in terms of, you know, how, you know, Delta Airlines prices airline tickets differently for most uh, customers or American Airlines or whatever. But you know what? The government isn't telling us that we have to buy a Delta Airlines plane ticket or an American Airlines plane ticket. But the government is telling us you need to have auto insurance in order to drive, and driving is Really, let's just be honest, it's an integral part of participating in society in most cities. You know, maybe huge cities like New York, a lot of people aren't driving, but everywhere else in the world, right, people are driving places to get to work. You have to drive to get to the grocery store. You have to drive. There isn't a huge public transportation presence in most of the cities across this country. So driving is important to be able to participate in society and to be able to just live, get the necessary resources you need to live. And so the government tells us you need to have insurance in order to drive. But we're not going to make these companies tell you how the hell the pricing is derived from the products you have to buy. So in my opinion, I'm not personally in favor of insurance scoring in personal lines insurance products. I think that perhaps it could be done in a way in which it was reasonable, but really – it isn't reasonable anymore. When you see 129 or whatever I just said a few minutes ago, percent deviation between poor and excellent credit. I mean, come on, guys. This has just gone a little bit too far now. And as the system evolves, it gets more and more and more out of control. And let's just talk about how far out of control it's become. And let's talk about that for a minute. So what I would say is it's gotten pretty out of control in Michigan. And um, at the risk of offending the politicians that passed this law and the governor who signed it, I would say that they're really um, just as much to blame for how out of control it's gotten as the insurance industry. And as you know in Michigan, and I know I talk a lot about Michigan specifics, that 
we had a massive reform to our auto insurance system. And, and there's been a lot of things that have happened and some good, some bad. I think that'll probably take us a lot longer to really analyze how it's played out after we see a lot more data over the next few years. But what I think the single biggest disgrace of this entire law was, was everyone getting up, all the politicians getting up and saying, no longer can insurance companies use your credit score in Michigan to determine your auto rates. Michigan is gonna be like, they're portraying that statement as if Michigan's gonna be the new California where, where credit scoring is illegal. And that's not the case, guys. I just wanna tell you this, that this was the biggest, it wasn't a lie because the words are actually in the law, but then the meaning is stripped from those words a few paragraphs later. So this is, you know, I don't know, maybe we'd call it an ethical lie or, 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 or the most honest lie that, that we'll see. But this was dishonest and, and they all knew this, but they still got up and grandstanded on this topic because that's what politicians do. Let's face it. So here's what they did. They said, no, 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 we're not going to let the insurance companies use credit score in auto insurance rating anymore. But here's what they did. They put in this law. And I'm reading from the law, which is Public Act 19 of 2019. It says, um, an insurer shall not establish or maintain rates or rating classifications for automobile insurance based on any of the following. And they list a bunch of things. And letter G is credit score as provided in section 2162. Notice they didn't just say credit score or they didn't say credit-based insurance score, or they didn't say information derived in any part from a credit report. They were very cunning here because they were very crafty. They said credit score as provided in section 2162. Now, the other things on this list, and I'll read them, A, sex, that's all it says. B, marital status, that's all it says. C, homeownership, that's all it says. D, educational level attained. That's all it says. E, occupation. That's all it says. F, the postal zone in which the insured resides. That's all it says. G, credit score as provided in section 2162. That's the only one on the list that has a modifier here. As provided in section 2162. Now, do you think that's by coincidence? No, it's not by coincidence. So let's get to section 2162 from the same bill, and I'll read. An insurer shall not use an individual's credit score to establish or maintain rates or rating classifications for automobile insurance. Okay, no big deal. Not much change there, Peter. Yes, however, section 2162 is governed by Section 2151, which is the definitions for this chapter. And in Section 2151, credit score is defined as credit score means the numerical score ranging from 300 to 850 assigned by a consumer reporting agency to measure credit risk and includes FICO credit score. Now, here's the thing. Here's the inside baseball is that no insurance company was using a FICO score as an insurance score, as a pricing mechanism for an insurance policy, because FICO scores 
are scores that analyze your credit report and determine how likely you are to pay a particular bill, usually a mortgage. That's a FICO score. An insurance score also analyzes information from your credit report and determines how likely you are to file a claim. So it's the score is just simply how we're analyzing the information on your credit report. So what the politicians in Michigan did here was they said you can't use something to price auto insurance that you were never using to begin with because not one insurance company was using a numerical score ranging from 300 to 850 assigned by a consumer reporting agency to measure credit risk because they weren't measuring credit risk. They were measuring your likelihood to file a claim using your credit data. So this is a big letdown. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of big, there's compromises in legislation. I get that, okay? I understand that. There are compromises. You have to compromise. Both sides have to get together. They compromise. And, you know, normally that works out well for everyone involved. But what they did here is they grandstand on this issue and they said, credit score will not be used. But you know what? Nothing changed. And that is really the frustrating part. And they went on the news and everyone said it and the governor signed it and she said it too. And you know what? It wasn't true. They should have just been honest with people. Instead, what they did is they try and make it even less transparent. They try and now take the credit score. And now people think, well, hey, credit score can't be used in Michigan. Not in auto insurance pricing. Doesn't happen. No way. Yes, it does. It still does. Credit information is used to determine your pricing of your auto insurance premium in Michigan. And anyone else who says otherwise has just listened to sound bites. They haven't analyzed the actual law, the actual law that was passed by the House, by the Senate, signed by the governor. Because, remember, there's that modifier, credit score as provided in Section 2162. The only thing on that list that actually has a modifier in it as provided in section 2162. So they have made it less transparent, ladies and gentlemen. And I would say that that's not good for consumer protection in Michigan. And I would say that this should be changed because you know what? We can just eliminate this. Someone should have taken a red pen and just deleted it because it doesn't actually change anything. I would challenge anyone to find, you know, look right Many insurance rating plans are publicly filed. Um, some of it is filed under trade secret. But if you can find one that happened to use a numerical score ranging from 300 to 850 assigned by a consumer reporting agency to measure credit risk, I would be interested to see that because you're not going to find it. It did not exist before. So credit scoring has become a huge factor in pricing, right? We learned in this episode that the CEO of one of the biggest insurance companies, in fact, the number one publicly traded personal lines insurer in the country, has said that this was substantial and that it was powerful and it directly correlated to a period of sustained profitability for the industry. But nobody was talking about whether it actually is fair 
or it's actually accurate. We care, right, or they care about the sustained profitability of the industry. Nothing more, nothing less. So I would say that this is the single most important thing. And we're going to talk in subsequent episodes about the scoring algorithms that we have access to in detail. We're going to talk about what you can do if you've had a hardship in your life that has caused you to have a lower than average credit-based insurance score because there are some things in some states you can do. And we're going to talk about the future because unlike the politicians in Michigan and the Allstate CEO, there are some people out there right now that are pushing against this hard. And we're going to talk about them in subsequent episodes because there are some real honey badgers out there that are pushing hard against this and not like a little bit, like big time. And these are going to be the people that change this and get rid of this very toxic part of the insurance pricing. And maybe it will lead to a period of volatility in auto insurance company profitability. And you know what? After what we've seen with auto insurance companies doing the past, uh, well, not all of them, because there are a lot of good ones out there, okay? But after, as we've seen some of them do, you know, throughout the pandemic and, and the periods after, there are a lot that, that have really, didn't really step up and do the right thing. They did almost half of the right thing, but a lot of them didn't do the right thing. So, you know what? I might be okay with a period of increased uh, volatility and profitability for auto insurance companies because sometimes you got to get to the really bad part in order to get back up to the top again. And I think that companies could do the right thing, but maybe they need to be forced to do the right thing. Maybe there needs to be forced compliance with, you know, the societal norms that we think should be happening. Remember, 66% of people don't even know, and I bet you're one of them, never even imagined that their credit score or information from their credit report, which is like the same thing as a credit score, has an impact on their auto insurance premium. So listen, I want to thank you guys for listening. This has been an important episode. This episode's laid the foundation for what we're going to talk about in the next few episodes about insurance scoring, about what we can do for insurance scoring, about how drastic it is. Now, if you have questions, I want you to email me. Email me at peter at encoreinsurance.com. I will talk about this stuff all day long and uh, I will do uh, whatever I can to help you or point you in the direction of someone who can. Um, remember, ask your insurance agents about this and if they tell you, no, 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 you know, the insurance score, you know, credit's part of it, but, it, it, you know, there are many other factors that they're just BSing you, okay, for lack of a better word. Insurance agents often do that when they don't know what the heck they're talking about. So I want you to really look at your policy documents, see if you can find stuff. Maybe shop for a new insurance quote. If you live in Michigan, I'd love to help you with that. Shop for a new insurance quote. Ask the agent quoting you about the impact of the credit rating uh, or insurance scoring in your pricing and uh, see what they tell you. And, you know, go to your, your state's Department of Insurance website. I'm sure they have information on this. And, um, you know, they can always be a resource for you as well. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode. It's been great um, being able to share this knowledge with you. I'm here to answer any questions. 
And I hope you'll listen to our upcoming episodes that are going to be on this very topic in more detail. 